Welcome to the End Times Chat. Our passion is found in the words of Jesus. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Each week, you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events to make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join GJ and Dan in the conversation. Hey, we're back. Whoa. It's been, uh, yeah. Nice to meet you. Nice Nice to meet you, sir. (laughs) Wait, I should have done it with this hand. Can we high five? Is that a possibility? Hey, it worked. (laughs) So I, uh, I put up. I put up a little video a couple days back and said, hey, everyone, we're back on Monday. And we got some great responses from people. They said, hey, we're waiting. We're there. Can't wait. We're looking forward to it. As a matter of fact, your mom, hello, Mrs. Reynolds. It's great to have you on, uh, said, looking forward to it. So I want to say hi to GJ's mom. You've been a great, a great support. Probably the best supporter. Probably the best one. Yeah, I don't think she's missed a, a show. No? Yeah, I mean, she's probably uh, watched more shows than we've done. (laughs) Well, she watched last week's show. Hey, she's better than us. Well, that's for sure. (laughs) Well, we had a lot going on. We're not going to get in too much involved in the details of the private (laughs) life, but we just had a lot happening. Some emergency things that took place, some sickness, and it, we were not going to be able to give it our all last week. So we decided we had to postpone it or cancel it and then just pick it up this week. So apologize for everyone that we were not able to be on last week, but so grateful that you've uh, just outpoured a lot of love and said, hey, we miss you. We want to see you back. So here we are. How you doing, GJ? <clears throat> I'm doing a lot better. Hopefully I can keep my voice. <clears throat> Of course, uh, a lot of the comments were, hopefully he loses his voice. <laughs> I doubt that. That was the only I, comment I read was the one that you wrote. That was. <laughs> I'm like, seriously, bro? You know what? The funny thing is, is that I every time I do the show, I'm like, end time chat with GJ and Dan, but you're constantly trying to say I'm taking you off the show. What is going on? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. That's right. I get it. I guess I have low self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that. So I was. Uh, I was Here's a hanky. Call some Well, I think yeah. I think you might need the hanky. Blow your nose. Cough into it. Hey, we. Uh, I was thinking this past weekend there was somebody that was sharing a message this past Sunday, and I was watching it online because my wife's been recovering for the last week and we couldn't really go out anywhere, but um, but I was watching this 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 preacher online and he was talking about potiphar's wife now not everybody out there is going to know who potiphar is i don't have a chance to go into all that here's the bottom line there's a guy named joseph who he had crazy life he was a little bit arrogant when he was growing up and then some things happened he was actually sold into slavery this is thousands of years ago so don't think this is very recent but sold into slavery 
then he was elevated at a guy named Potiphar's house. And Potiphar was this uh, official, uh, oversaw a lot of area, and, and he trusted Joseph so much that he put him in second in command over his entire household, his entire estate. And then Potiphar's wife, Mrs. Potiphar, decides she's going to take a liking to Joseph and have, try to have her way with him. <clears throat> so Joseph, who at this point now is a, full of integrity, he's been through a lot in his life, full of integrity, he says, uh-uh, and he decides to flee that temptation and run away. And in the process, she grabs his cloak and he decides to leave it there and run away. Now, here's what I was thinking about it. So after that happened, Potiphar, Mrs. Potiphar went to Potiphar and said, Joseph tried to rape me. Now, this woman's she's obviously a temptress and a, dece a deceiver. And uh, she goes to her husband. And because of Potiphar's relationship to her and history with her, believes her over the man of integrity that was trying to do right and run away. So it made me think a lot about where we are right now. And this will play in a little bit later at the very end when we lead everybody in the, in the prayer and read over Romans chapter 13. But we need to be really careful who we're listening to. Because just because we have heard and have trusted so many people throughout the years and we've been connected, we could be then connected to somebody who's trying to deceive us and hurt those who are in the family of God and those that have integrity. So I feel like that was a word that I had this past weekend that I, that I felt was impressed on me that we really need to be careful who we're listening to. We need to wake up. We need to listen to those who have shown that they have lives of integrity, shown that they are living a life that is trying to be upright and blameless before God. And, uh, and that's where we need to put our focus. So anyway, I didn't share that with you beforehand, but I believe that's what's happening today. I believe there's a lot of people out there that are listening to, to, what they call trusted sources, but the only source we should really trust is the one that it comes from God. God is the only source we should trust fully, 100%. And that's the Bible. Hallelujah. Your dad's looking down on you thinking, you know what? I am so glad I put all those notes in there. By the, way, by the way, <clears throat> I'm not going to talk a whole lot today, I don't think. Um, if I do, it's all God because... Uh, <clears throat> My throat. I feel I feel really good though. So <clears throat> I may not sound the best. And some people have said, well, of course that one comment out of red. Hopefully you lose your voice because you oh no. <clears throat> I'm making it up. I'm making this up. <clears throat> so this is my dad's Bible. <clears throat> so today you, you said Romans 13, because we were going to talk about that last week. <clears throat> and because of all the craziness that's happened. Um we're delaying it to today. So at the very bottom, I mean, you can see a lot of red, a lot of notes. So down here at the bottom, he wrote, my dad wrote, <clears throat> discouragement is a problem of many Christians, which also there's a lot of discouragement that's going on. And a lot of people just know, where do I turn? <clears throat> so, I'm, so not only listening to the wrong sources, where do I turn to get the right source? <coughs> which is yeah god's word the, the bible and then yesterday um one of our pastors uh pastor carrie she did a great message on uh praying 
<clears throat> the power of prayer. And I mean, we should all be in prayer. And if you don't have those answers, then be in the word and be in prayer. <clears throat> and one of the things that came up for me today is, um, you know, be willing to be bold. Be bold in your faith, <clears throat> bold in your prayer, uh, be bold in, in looking for what God is wanting to tell us. And uh, the answers are here. And uh, it's a time for, to be bold, bold in our faith, bold in that commitment. <clears throat> and when we're in the word and when we're in prayer, uh, discouragement tends to go away. 100%. There's actually a church in Northern California that's going to start a three-week series called You're Not the Boss of Me. And they, they're going, the first two are, I mean, they're in succession, but the first one is culture. You're not the boss of me. And the by, third the way, one, by the way, you're not the boss of me. I just want to throw that out there. Uh, yeah, you're not the boss of me. Yeah, thank I you. I just that. want to throw that out. I want to be very, very clear here. <laughs> hey, as GJ. A, as I drink from our sponsor. That's right. And uh, and you're not you're not the boss of me. <laughs> We're not the boss of each other because we only have one boss. His name is God. <laughs> and uh, come on, somebody. So I forgot what I was going to say. Now, thank you very much. <laughs> that you're the boss of me. That's what you're saying. I'm like, whoa, no, no, no. Oh no, no, no. Back <laughs> up, back up. Well, we have quite a bit to discuss today. First of all, there's some things I had on last week that are not not in relation to time, but things that I wanted to share uh, in our normal sections. But Earth News, GJ, the world is going nuts right now. And I know you desperately want to talk about Alaska, right? Are you talking about the three volcanoes? Yeah, that's exactly what I was referring to. How did you know? Hey, I don't know. I'm hey, in, I got nothing. I'm in the know because you're the boss of me. <laughs> He's going to hang on that one, everybody. It's going to be a good show. <laughs> So yeah, um, that's all right. While he's while he's uh, coughing over there, that's all right. We're all praying for you, man. It's all good. Just take care. Just take care of yourself. So I'm going to let you talk about the the earthquakes and volcanoes. And do you want to do that now? You good? If I get the mic on. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, I, I'm surprised you don't have the video. <clears throat> oh, I can look it up real fast. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> I got to direct and talk and and have you be the boss of me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly what that means. Uh, yes, okay. Well, <clears throat> you you can lay down the details um, with the video um, again. But more volcanic activity. Then we got fires all over the all over all over the world and obviously right in your backyard <clears throat> Sec yeah. second largest fire ever i think <clears throat> in northern california well actually it's taken a giant leap to the largest on whoa. record whoa in 24 hours it's that's crazy yeah so it's <clears throat> it's, it's over a half uh what's it Five hundred thousand acres have now burned which for those of you in the metric system, that's a little over 1,900 square kilometers. That's a that's huge. That's what it's it is now the largest fire that California has on record, um, burning up 
just a bunch. And we had lost the town of Greenville last night. Like it's gone. Whole town burned up apparently. So, um, I mean, not only, not only that one, but there's another fire that started right near us about 28 miles away from us. And I do have this one and I'll pop that up on the stream for everybody. This was the picture outside my window about two days ago. So this is about four o'clock in the afternoon, four or five o'clock in the afternoon. And that right there is the sun right there. That's the sun. And this is the smoke. You can see the smoke over here on the trees. This is how low the smoke was. And it was like that all weekend. So pretty crazy stuff happening here in California. As a matter of fact, I saw a story that Colorado, Denver, Colorado, was filled with smoke from the Dixie and Dixie Fire and River Fire that we have here in Northern California. That's how far reaching the smoke is and causing the same kind of effect with the sun because of the sun coming through the smoke. So it's coming your way, GJ. The smoke's coming your way. You might want to stay inside for a couple of days. Yeah, it gets up in that jet stream and it just is taking off. Well, the talking about fires and earthquakes and volcanoes, uh, I just read that the Yellowstone Caldera Volcano has been rocked in, just in one month, has had a thousand earthquakes which is a record number of earthquakes for that, for that caldera, that volcano. And if anybody doesn't really know too much about the Yellowstone caldera, what you need to do is you need to go to a documentary that you can find. I think it's either Netflix or uh, Amazon or just on YouTube, but find the Yellowstone caldera documentary. It's about 25, 30 minutes long. It'll explain to you why this volcano, which is the largest volcano in all of the United States, has the potential of having so much catastrophe and damage done by it, if it if it does ever erupt, that uh, it would take a long time and millions of people would actually die. And I'm not trying to like scare everybody, but I'm trying to scare you. Yes, I want you to pay attention, wake up, and read about these things, because this I believe will have a major play in what the end times has to hold. So, over a thousand earthquakes in a single month, just in that one area alone. It's crazy. So again, for those that are just turning it, you know, tuning in, <clears throat> as God says, there will be perilous times in the end days, <clears throat> and there will be a lot of signs, both in the earth <clears throat> and in the sky, and we're seeing it every single week. And I mean, right now you can just feel the shaking going on in the world. I mean, the climate. <clears throat> not just in the climate, but just the climate from a political standpoint, from an emotional standpoint, from a spiritual standpoint, <clears throat> obviously the weather, uh, there's a lot of shaking going on. And 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 when we really get down to the brass tacks, I mean, it's a spiritual battle going on between evil and, and good. And we know how it turns out. <clears throat> what we don't know is how it turns out, you know, or when it turns out for us, those that are right with Christ, <clears throat> when Jesus comes back and... Uh, but, the, you know, the signs will be there. And we're seeing prophecies being fulfilled. We're seeing the signs being fulfilled on a daily basis. And it's just not coincidence. So you talked about the flooding aspect. There, Flooding is still happening in multiple areas of the world. I mean, we've talked about China. We've talked about, I think there was some flooding in Tokyo. There Middle is, East. Yeah, Middle East. Uh, the Middle East. 
And we'll, I'm going to talk about the Middle East later when it comes to flooding and rain. That's a pretty interesting thing that's going on <laughs> over there. But then there is um, Germany and multiple countries in Europe. And now Nebraska. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You had to throw Nebraska out there. Yes. What the heck's going on in Omaha, Nebraska? I was just looking at that story yesterday. Hey, major storm blew in. It blew right in and blew right out. Boy, blew right in, blew right out, and then left a lot of water. Flooding the streets, flooding tunnels, flooding places where people are live streaming Instagram to show everybody what their predicament is instead of trying to find a way out. Yeah, sort of like the people that were looking in the sinkhole. Oh, and it sucks them in. They're done. <laughs> or the people that are trying to cross a footbridge when there's a raging torrent <clears throat> of water coming by. And so they're running across to try to get to the other side and the whole thing kind of crumbles. Or let's go up to the volcanic flow. And do what? Play volleyball? Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> Yeah, seriously, that's what we've seen. Even a lead volleyball is not good in a volcanic eruption of lava. <laughs> Just you know, nothing's going to survive that. <laughs> nothing's going to survive that. People, wake up! That's the that's the theme for today. Oh my gosh, we haven't done that in two weeks. I forgot oh we had uh, things that make you go what? Yeah, my neck, my neck. <laughs> well. Uh, <clears throat> With the worldwide flooding going on, I was reading in Psalm chapter 93 today, and I thought, man, the things that are in the Bible, I sometimes I don't think people really give the Bible enough credit. Now, I'm pretty sure most people don't give the Bible enough credit. But in Psalm chapter 93, verses 1 through 5, it says this, The Lord is king. He is robed in majesty. Indeed, the Lord is robed in majesty and armed with strength. The world stands firm and cannot be shaken. You're like, what? Wait a second. It's being shaken right now. Listen. Yeah, it is. It is. Your throne, O Lord, has stood from time immemorial. You yourself, is talking about the Lord, are from the everlasting past. I love how he says that, the everlasting past, because we have an everlasting future as well. The floods have risen up, O Lord. The floods have roared like thunder. The floods have lifted their pounding waves, but mightier than the breakers on the shore, the Lord above is mightier than these. And then the psalmist ends that off by saying, your royal laws cannot be changed. Your reign, O Lord, is holy forever and ever. So if you can imagine whatever kind of flooding or whatever kind of crashing waves and what was going on during the time when the psalmist wrote that, but he, he was literally saying that, God, you are even mightier than all of this. I mean, you are the one who over is over all of it. You are stronger. You're mightier than even the crashing waves, even the rising floodwaters, even the even the waters that would take cars out, trees out, uh, dams breaking and taking out whole towns. God's mightier than all of that. Just wanted to encourage everybody about that. Here, here. In other words, he's the boss of me. He is the boss of us. That's exactly right. <clears throat> um, did you hear about the massive melting event that happened on the Greenland ice sheet? Do tell. Do tell. Do tell. Do tell. <laughs> I segued that. And that was a great segue, right? Because oh, we, we sort of jumped away from the fires and the volcano. <clears throat> well, the only thing that can really help with fires and volcano is water. And where ice is water, just frozen. So it's a great segue, I think, right? Yes, so, I guess we're making our way around the world because we still got to get over to Greece. Oh, my gosh. I'll let you take Greece. 
in, in just a second, but apparently there has been a massive melting event, one of the largest that they've that they've recorded. I, that is, I mean, it's probably happened in the past with the cycles of the Earth, but uh, this the Greenland ice sheet, the largest uh, part of the Greenland ice sheet that they've ever seen has melted off. And so, of course, now they're throwing everybody into a, a crazy tizzy as far as how the how it's going to impact the waters and the planet. But um, <laughs> I, I just thought that was pretty interesting. Um, it's a, a heat wave that took out. It's a massive heat wave. And by the way, that heat wave is is hitting certain parts of uh, the world that have not really been hit by heat waves like that before. I think Europe. I think it's Europe or. <laughs> Spain or something. So one of the a couple of those countries over there are now settled into a heat wave that has kind of just parked itself over some parts of the Mediterranean. What about Greece? Tell me about Greece because I don't know about this one. Seriously? I, I mean, I, maybe I do. Oh my gosh, where have you been, dude? As far as you know. <laughs> it's like you act like you have a lot of stuff going on this past week. <clears throat> I'm just going to read the headline. Apocalyptic scenes hit Greece as Athens besieged by fire. So like all the old, famous, I don't know, the Acropolis and stuff like that is, is not, hasn't burned yet, but it's, it's being encroached. Apocalyptic fires. Apocalyptic fires. I actually have a video. <clears throat> I want to show. It's 26 seconds, and uh, I'm going to get it up on the screen real quick. This somebody. I don't know how they did this. Well, I mean, I'm sure they did it with a camera, but I don't know how they got it at this stage. But there is six. Oh, here it is, right here. I'm going to share this with everybody. So, um, this is a time lapse of the fires in Athens. <clears throat> Check out all the smoke and the wind and how it's taking the smoke, but watch this. It gets bigger and bigger. And that's the northern side of Athens. You can see, you can see that in the background, there's uh, all the city background back there. Wish I kind of had music to that. See the fires in the background? That's crazy. So that's that's what you're talking about, right? The one in the one in Greece. Yeah. yeah. That's just massive. Yeah. Can I come back to that on the things that make you go, hmm? Yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. It's all you. Well, since we're on Earth News, we, we yeah. you talked about Colorado with all the smoke around Denver. Um, they've had major mudslides in Colorado as well, in the mountains. Oh, I didn't hear about that one. Yeah, so, again, what parts? I don't know what part. It's a Colorado, dude. It's a state. All, I mean, you said, all you said was Nebraska. Now we got to get to exact pinpoint. I said Omaha. I said Omaha. <laughs> I'm saying Colorado in the Rockies. How's that? Okay, there you go. Right. I don't know where. All I saw was mudslides in Colorado. So we got water. <clears throat> we got fire. What's next? We got melting. <clears throat> um, massive, uh, massive, what do they call them? Typhoons. Whoa, uh, affecting two hundred million people. Missed that one. Well, that was that was a couple weeks ago. That was the one that hit China a couple weeks back. Well, mm-hmm. uh, do you have any other Earth news? I mean, that, seriously, that's a lot of Earth news. We probably could 
spent a lot of time on that. Next, next, yeah, next, next. next. Well, we have, Jesus said there will be wars and rumors of wars. So we know that there are a lot of things that are going on, but we don't have the time to address every single one because there is a list far too long for us to go into. However, here's some, here's some ones that I think we need to really hone in on. Most of them have to do with Israel. And then another one has to do with nuclear warfare, which hasn't been part of the conversation much in the last 20 years, uh, but it has become more of a conversation now. So backing up to Iran. So Iran has, has put it out there that they are, I'm going to put this in air quotes for everyone, concerned about the UK in the Gulf and the Taliban offensive. You, the Iran is concerned about all that. Well, they have... Just, they, I think the, uh, the Department of Defense, I can't remember who put the report out. I'll have to take a look and pop it in the chat later. But the, uh, somebody put a report out about all the different events happening in the Middle East right now that have to do with either rockets being fired or, or ships being hit with, with drone missiles or uh, attacks happening on container ships. Uh, you name it, Iran has somehow been connected to all of it. Oh, big shocker, big shocker, big shocker. Big shocker. Okay. He's really good at staying frozen. That's really awesome. <laughs> Just for your viewing pleasure. And then uh, talking about the Taliban. Shocked. I was shocked. You're the boss of me, by the way. <laughs> He's the boss of us. He's the boss of us. But our, uh, Taliban is actually starting to take even more Afghan cities and provincial capitals. And it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. No, no. It's like all of a sudden they were quiet for what, a few years. Now all of a sudden they're back. <clears throat> Man, watch this pretty soon. That four letter word is, is otherwise pronounced ISIS is going to make a comeback. You just watch. I mean, this is the end times we're talking about. So obviously nothing is off the table. Um, did you uh, did you have on your list anything about Hezbollah? I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. I didn't write it down, though. So Hezbollah, I'm trying to say that right. Because the reason, the reason I couldn't say it, that's why I left it off my list. <laughs> <laughs> well, with all the coughing going on, you, you should be able to say it really well. It's you just go like this, Hezbollah, and you got it. <laughs> well, they fired on Israel from Lebanon for the first time in years. And of course, what happens? The IDF, Israel Defense Forces, they fire back. And of course, Iran gives a major thumbs up to Hezbollah and Hamas for attacking their Zionist enemy. I mean, this is what we call wars and rumors of wars. It's going to continue to happen in this area, and it's not going to stop. Not until Armageddon happens and Jesus says, you know what? That's enough. Enough is enough. And we're going to, he's going to stop it all. Um, but then there is the U.S. So did you have the U.S. on your list? Because there's something happening around the world, a massive campaign with the Navy and the Marines. And your, your former armed forces, actually, once armed forces, always armed forces, but I feel like you have a better way of talking about this than I do. Well, there's a couple things. There's a lot going on in the Pacific. <clears throat> is, is that where you're headed? That's one of them. Yeah. But then I'm talking about the wartime drill happening in 17 different time zones. 
Well, you know, I was stationed in Okinawa, Japan, and every year we'd go to South Korea for what let's just call it war games. <clears throat> and then so all the stuff would be going on in the Pacific, but you know, we would go to South Korea and we'd play war. Um so so there's some of that going on right now. And then also there's more ships. You know, dozens of warships are being deployed to the Pacific because of all the intensity between China and Taiwan. That's still being elevated. Um, and then so it's just you can just feel the tension. <clears throat> so if you do any of your homework, you'll see that, yeah, you got the war games that are going on throughout the Pacific. But to me, it just seems like it's much more elevated and it's much more closer to being a real thing. So yeah. keep an eye on China, keep an eye on Taiwan. And and then North Korea has made a few comments about it because they're feeling encroached on it. <clears throat> so, Well, the other thing about Taiwan, I just want to remind everybody, we talked about this several weeks ago. The reason why Taiwan is so strategic is because Taiwan is the number one producer of computer microchips in the world. So if you want to control information, how it's distributed, really? According to Wikipedia, she had to get involved. (laughs) So that's what happens when you call your uh, Alexa computer. (laughs) You can't even say the word in a broadcast. So, hey, this is live, everybody. This is what happens sometimes. So, in any event, Taiwan is the number one producer of computer microchips on the planet. If you want to control how information is distributed and how what goes into those things so you can monitor it, China has a very deep interest in trying to control Taiwan. Now, because of that, in the China Sea, Japan is now, and they're planning on, they haven't done it yet, but it just came out in the news, they're planning on deploying nuclear weapons into the South China Sea, especially if this thing with Taiwan escalates. So... Uh, I'm not sure what that's all about, but that to me sounds like a war and room of war that we should all know about. Yeah. And, and the other thing, you know, uh, you talk about the, the red, you know, in the Bible, you know, the red and China, Russia, you No, know, Russia has been a little bit in the news too, but they've been a little bit more quiet, <clears throat> So keep keep an eye on Russia, keep an eye on China. 100%. Hey, that's all I got for the wars and rumors of wars. you have anything else? That's all I got, bro. That's all that's I got. got. That's all I got. You ain't the boss of me. <laughs> three snaps in a Z formation. How about three snaps in a G formation? You can only do that with four snaps. I like so, that. I like that. Yeah. So, right. moving, on, moving on from the wars. To leading up to the tribulation. So a couple of things. I have to be careful about how I say this because of what platforms we're on. Uh, and uh, we just want everybody to know. We want you to stay tuned. We have some announcements coming soon. Oh, uh, now you got to throw that out now. Uh, hey, it's a teaser. Everybody needs to have a teaser. It's all about marketing. You're the, you're the master of marketing, right? So we got to tease everybody. So look out for some news coming up. That's all I'm saying. It's going to be good. It's going to be really good. Um, but playing God with the weather is something I think is leading up to the tribulation because we, we think we can control our environment and, our, and the climate in order to be able to help things get better. But here's what's happening. United Arab Emirates, 
their scientists are planning to deploy drones that will generate rainfall using electrical charges. It's something that the scientists have, have developed. It's called cloud seeding. So they send these drones into the clouds. They start shooting off these electrical charges. It's supposed to spur on uh, the buildup build up of moisture so that it can cause rain to fall. So I'm thinking this can only go well, right? <laughs> this can only be good, right? No. So what I'm hearing is man is attempting to play God. That's exactly what you're hearing. Exactly. And, you know, on the surface, a lot of this sounds great. It's like, hey, you know, we could create rain when there's droughts. <clears throat> you know, there's a lot of things. But what we see over and over and over is that anything that can be used as good can also be used for bad. Absolutely. <clears throat> I'm just thinking sending drones into clouds to shoot off electrical charges is kind of playing with fire. Or playing with lightning. It's very shocking. <laughs> for all you dads out there, that one was for you. Um, so they're in, in Portland, Oregon. Now, most people around well, the world. Well, no, I don't even want to talk about Portland. Well, we kind of got to talk about Portland <laughs> in, this episode, in this part. Because leading up to the tribulation and how Christians will be treated is a major part of the tribulation uh, because those that are not taken in the rapture and those that believe in Jesus and decide that they're going to take a stand for him after that, uh, there's these things are going to happen more and more, but it's happening now. So uh, a violent anti-fascist group or otherwise known as yeah, Antifa, <clears throat> if I say it differently, then they, they can't get it. Antifa, uh, they violently attacked a Christian prayer group that was happening down by the water in Portland. Now, here's the deal. They were taking rocks and they homemade some uh, or some things from rebar that were super sharp that would blow people's tires as they were driving by. But here's here's the other thing that shouldn't, it's, it's kind of shocking, but it, when you hear about this group, which is a milit militant group, what they're doing is not shocking, but how they're doing it is. They're attacking these Christian families. There were kids there and all they were doing was gathering with a permit by the water to pray. And this group started to attack them because they were Christians praying, leading up to the tribulation. Makes me want to drive up there, but that's not going to do it again. Uh, Got to pray for the pray for the believers, pray for the remnant in Portland because they are battling so much. And their police force has just been decimated by a bunch of walkouts because they defunded a lot of what's going on up there. So, uh, and those, so these families didn't have really any help in order to uh, stave off what happened. Um, hey, did you hear about those digital health passports? Hey, I can say that because that's in the news now. <laughs> well, that doesn't mean just because it's in the news doesn't mean that you can say it. That's a crazy thing. Well, I'm not saying anything against it. I'm just saying, did you hear about it? Duh. <laughs> Um, did you, did you hear that potentially, and not saying it's actually happening, it could be a precursor to a cashless society. Did you hear that? I don't know where you're going with all this, but well, the boss of me, I, yes, I know this. <laughs> well, my question is, <clears throat> is will, will cash money 
you know, the paper that you put in your hands and the coins, will that become a means of transmission where we're all forced to go cashless? I'm just asking for a friend. I don't know where you're going on this. I'm getting a little nervous. Well, don't worry. We're not going to get taken. I'm going to our sponsor. Yeah, we'll take a moment. Uh, I'm just tossing that out there as a question. I'm not saying anything really particular, just saying, hey, that seems very interesting, a potential leading up to the tribulation. Mm. Here's what we know. In the scripture, it talks about during the tribulation period, people will not be able to buy and sell without showing the mark of the beast. Now, we're not saying that what's happening right now is the mark of the beast. I want everyone to be very clear Mm. about that. We don't know what that is. We don't know what it's going to look like. We can speculate all we want, but we just don't know. However, there are a lot of precursors, or as GJ likes to say, here's your sign, or there's a sign. It's a signpost that could be potentially something that would lead up to it. Now, it all sounds, oh my gosh, it sounds great. Don't we want to know? Don't we want to be protected? But there's some precursors, I think, that could happen here. Um, I got two more that are somewhat controversial. So if you want to take take a stab at one, I don't have to mention them if you don't want to. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't want to get too controversial here. <clears throat> I'm just not in that zone right now. Um, <clears throat> until we make our other announcement. <clears throat> Got it. I'll hold off on the other two because I think that they are probably a little too controversial. But they do have to do with current events and the current administration. That's all I'm going to say. Right. So so let, let's, let's, let's talk about this. <clears throat> So obviously we didn't talk about this at all beforehand, and I don't really know where he's going with this. So I just want to be very clear. He is the boss of me, so (laughs) I'm just along for the ride. Um, I thought I was along for the ride. Darn it. Who's driving? You're you're the driver. We know that. We saw that in Dallas. That's all (laughs) I'm going to say. I'm not going to say anymore. Um, on, On this topic, though, is that they are the precursors. What I see is how how easily accepted these things are happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, without being questioned, which tells me is either people are getting, which goes back to what you said in the very beginning, is what are we listening to and where are we getting our facts? And in most cases, the facts that are out there aren't the facts. That's the crazy things. You can have fact checkers and the fact checkers need the fact checkers to check the fact checkers to check the fact checkers. And can you trust any of it? I mean, right now, the only thing I know I can trust is this right here. And uh, however, God does give the discernment. And if you're when you're in the word and in your prayer, discernment starts to develop. (coughs) And I feel like. A lot of people are not doing these things, and the lack of discernment is happening. So now we need to elevate a discernment. We need to be bold in our faith. We need to be bold in our prayer. And we need to know the facts uh, before certain things are just, oh, I'm just going to follow right along. And I see clearly how people follow right along, which is a level of deception. And we also know that in the end days, the elevation of the Antichrist spirit starts to elevate before he shows himself. Now, we also know that Jesus is going to return and take the church, those that have given their life to him, (coughs) will be raptured. And (coughs) (coughs) 
No, it's all good. Uh, we can we can segue right back to what you're saying in just a moment because um, I feel like where you're headed is right into the scripture of Romans chapter 13. And I kind of want to hover there for a second, but there are a couple of things that make you go, hmm. Well, <laughs> you're actually talking about them. We're skirting, around, we're skirting around it. The reason we're skirting around it is because we don't want to be deplatformed on topics that you know, or actually out there in the news, um, it's just pay attention. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit more about paying attention and waking up in just a little bit. But um, we remember, I, I wanted to put a little pin in the whole grease fire situation. Uh, and here's why. So I'm not sure if people are aware of what happens on the earth can be connected to other things that happen on the earth, right? Everybody's like, hey, that makes sense. Great start. Here's what I'm talking about. Several years back, we had massive fires here in California, as now we have for the last five or six years. It's been an ongoing thing that's gotten worse and worse and worse until now we have the largest fire on record in California this year. And uh, But a couple years back, there were there was a decision that happened in the Senate and the House of Delegates in California, right here in Sacramento, not too far away from where we live, here where I live, that was about lowering the age of, of consent for um, having sex with minors. And as soon as they made that decision to say, oh, yeah, if they can be if it's consent, if they consent to it, then this person won't, won't have any kind of um, sexual crime on their record. So the week that that happened. That weekend, we had over 10,000 lightning strikes that took place all over California that started about 255 fires or 267 fires. My opinion, God knows what's going on. And these things can maybe be judgments that he's passing because of some of the decisions that we're making. Because whenever Israel decided to move away from following God's law, there were consequences. So I'm not saying that's what it was. I'm just saying it's very interesting. Now, here's why I'm saying that. In Greece, some of the worst fires that they've seen uh, happened after the gates of Zeus's temple were unearthed in Turkey. It was within a matter of a month or two, I think. And don't give me, don't quote me on that. But these wildfires ignite simultaneously across Turkey, not just Greece, but Turkey simultaneously. So Turkey is battling all these major fires. But after they unearthed the gates of Zeus's temple, this is when all this happened. I just want to remind everybody of Exodus chapter 20, verse 3. One of the Ten Commandments. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall have no other gods before me. So Zeus, who is apparently supposed to be the god of, uh, you know, he, he has a lightning bolt and that's his weapon. Um, that happened in, in the Roman times. And I think it's Roman, right? Or it's Greek. I always get those mixed up. Uh, but this is what's happening right now. And that happened. These fires in Turkey... And in Greece, happened simultaneously to that. So I just wanted to keep that keep that in front of everybody. Um, anything else to add? Because I got another one that's I've been chomping at the bit to get to. Well, I think it was I think it was you know the the you know the uh, the god uh, god the god of Greek was Zeus. I forget what he's the god of, <clears throat> um, but that's a Greek. But I think Greek mythology. Yes. <clears throat> so hence fire. Right. 
my gosh, I didn't even make that. He's this, he's the uh, is the sky and thunder god, is what they call him. Things that make you go, hmm. Here's another things that make you go, hmm. Actually, I'm going to say this one first before I get to that one that I really want to mention. Uh, so murders in Washington, D.C. have now surpassed the deaths that have been uh, claimed in Washington, D.C. from the last 18 months. That's all I'm going to say. By nearly three to one. So there are more people dying of murders in the city of Washington, D.C. than have died from the last 18 months. That's the things that make you go, hmm. Hmm. Uh, did you have another one before I touch on the last one? Because this last nope. one's going to blow your mind. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Okay. You're the boss of me today. I'm just protecting <laughs> your voice. That's all. <laughs> so I got nothing. <laughs> I love it. So there, uh, there was this news story that I looked into, and um, and this was this was the actual title: "Demonic Possession Being Seen on TikTok?" Question mark. So everybody knows TikTok is a is uh, it's a video app that you can get on your phone, you can get online, blah blah blah. And there actually TikTok it was started by someone in China. Just tossing it out there as a you know another little things to make you go. Huh. Um, but <laughs> you're leaning to the to the right already. But <clears throat> what's happening is is people with dissociative identity disorder or otherwise known as multiple personalities disorder are showing up on TikTok videos. Now, here's what's happening. These people refer to themselves as, quote, host or system of multiple beings, and they have millions of online followers. Now, anyone that's there that's on TikTok or any kind of video, and they're presenting their multiple personalities or putting out there and calling themselves host, or system, I just want to remind you that when Jesus was casting out demons, there's one particular one that he cast out, and he says, what is your name? And the demons inside said, we are legion. Now, I'm not saying that there's the mental disorder is all demonic possession. I'm just saying that if it is, this is very interesting, because now these people that are claiming dissociative uh, identity disorder, multiple personality disorder, are, are are throwing out there the mainstream what could potentially be demonic possession. And they have millions of followers that are watching it. So another thing for me that makes you go, hmm, or more so just really throws me into, that's actually more of like potentially leading up to the tribute. It could go in any one of the categories. No, not really the worst or the warmest word, but it's something that I think we need to pay attention to. Well, actually, it could be a warmest war. And here's why, because we're fighting a, a war. We're fighting yeah. a spiritual battle. <clears throat> um, what, there's two things. All right. So let's remove the, the individual that's saying whatever they're saying. Let's set them to the side. <clears throat> and that's one thing that I like to do is like take a step back and look at things, you know, separate in separate stages. So let's reset that to the side. Whether that person is, is or isn't or whatever, let's not even debate that. Let's just set that over here. All right, what about all the people that are paying attention to that? Why are they paying attention to that? And then if they're buying into it from a spiritual standpoint or a demonic standpoint, they're being sucked in. And there's, you know, there's one thing that my mom said, never play with fire. That's playing with fire. And what Satan does is lures people in. 
<clears throat> whether it's with truth, whether it's with falsity, whether it's some truth, <laughs> um, there's there's something like, oh, there's something enlightening about it. So I, I can see how people want to get caught up into it, but they're playing with fire. And the, the, sad, the sad thing is, is it's picking up steam. So right there, there's a sign right there of what's going on in the world right now. And there's an elevation of demonic spirits. <clears throat> and, and you know, if we can use, you know, any of these platforms for good, why can't Satan use it for bad, you know? And, he can, and that's what I see happening as well. And it's like, you know, there's a term, buyer beware. So we need to be aware and be be cautious with that. And one of the things I'm like is that, you know, well, it's, it's harmless. It's TikTok. It's somebody on somewhere else in the world. It's, it's coming right in your in your into your mind right there. It's coming into your spiritual being. Well, yeah. now I'm not saying that technology is of the devil. Okay, there's some people out there that say that say that about the internet, say about technology, phones, whatever. We're not saying that at all. As a matter of fact, God's using technology to bring his message of the gospel to millions of people that would not otherwise have heard it. So don't think that's what we're saying. But just having this conversation. What's that? that absolutely. Yeah. So just having this conversation with a group of guys last night about the impact of screen time, Internet, iPads, iPhones, uh, Samsungs, whatever, whatever device you have on kids. Now, my own granddaughter, just talking about my own granddaughter, because the group that I'm part of, is, it's all confidential. So we don't share those things that other people have gone through. But I will just talk about my own granddaughter, who you know, she'll watch some YouTube videos of kids playing. I mean, it's real, it's real benign. There are kids that are just playing with little toys and they're imagining. Uh, there are some times where we've heard something go on the screen that we say, Journey, turn it off right now. She goes, why? It's bad. You can't listen to it. Go. Either you turn it or taking it away. And of course, she listens to us at this point. But you have to be mindful about what's going on. And I'm going to tell you, if you see your child's behavior changing for the worse, take that device. This is my, this is my own personal opinion. You don't have to listen to it. Take the device away for, for a short time or even however long you want to. Because honestly, that behavior change is something the enemy wants for our kids. And it's more, the more he can suck them into that screen and get them watching and doing something other than actually being present in the moment and listening to what the Lord wants for them, he's going to do it because that's another avenue that he will use. And so TikTok, you know, as benign as it can be and as funny as it can be with the other things going on, you have to be careful. Not everything that you see on there is something that you should be listening to or be watching, or you need to be mindful that the enemy is using it to try to deceive people. So I just want to throw that out to everybody. It's my, it's my public service announcement for the day. <laughs> but we have a couple of scriptures, DJ, that we talked about that I think um, that I think we should kind of read and kind of share with everybody. Do you want to take Romans? I'll take, I have one from Ephesians chapter five, but do you want to take the Romans one? Oh my gosh. Now I got to read Romans 13. Verses 10 to 14. <clears throat> Yes. All right. I'm going to go. My dad's Bible is the King James. It's a little harder to read, so I'm going to read the NLT. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> love, love does no wrong to others, so love fulfills the requirements of God's law. 
This is all the more urgent, for you know how late it is. Time is running out. Absolutely. <clears throat> Wake up. <laughs> That's part of what we're doing on the show. <clears throat> Wake up. Wake up for our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is almost gone. The day of salvation will soon be here. So remove your dark deeds like dirty clothes and put on the shining armor of, li of right living. Because we long to, to the day we must live decent lives for all to see. Don't participate in the darkness of wild parties, drunkenness, or sexual promiscuity, and immoral living, or in quarreling and jealousy. Instead, clothe yourself with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ, and don't let yourself think about ways to indulge your evil desires, which really was what we were just talking about. 100%. And here's the part that really got this got it for me is this is Paul writing to the Church of Rome. And he hadn't gotten there yet. He was on his way to Rome. And, um, and so I kind of wanted to allude to this for a couple reasons. One, there are a lot of Christians, there are a lot of people, but mostly Christians that need to wake up. Our salvation is nearer now than when we first than we first believed. And that if Paul was saying that 2000 years ago, it's more true now. Right. The closer we get to that end date or the end time, the more we should be waking up. And there are a lot of Christians deciding to wake up these days. And that's great. Keep it. Keep going. But here's the thing. When you wake up, what happens is, is you start to recognize and realize the things around you that are damaging to your spirit, damaging to your soul and damaging to your family. And some of those things Paul mentions in there, the darkness of bald parties and drunkenness. Sexual promiscuity, or immoral living, quarreling and debating. Oh my gosh, we could spend an entire show just on that, about what's happening between churches right now and between Christians. I was just talking to a pastor a couple of weeks ago, and he came back uh, from a vacation, and all of a sudden, he's now battling this whole thing in California of masks again, no masks again. So they're quarreling. And then there's jealousy. And I was, I was just thinking about this the other day, Gigi, I was reading how Paul was talking about Apollos and himself and how the Christians during that time frame were kind of competing with whichever one they were saved under. And Paul said, who are you to be deciding which one is better? He said, one waters, one plants, one waters, but it's God who gives the increase. We should be focusing on God. And that's what Paul says in Romans chapter 13, clothe yourself with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. How do you clothe yourselves with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ? Well, I can tell you one thing you don't do. You don't indulge the evil desires that are inside you because that will actually throw off the cloth, the clothing and presence of Jesus. So uh, there's another passage, GJ Ephesians 5, 12 to 14. It says this, it is shameful even to talk about the things that ungodly people do in secret. But their evil intentions will be exposed when the light shines on them, for the light makes everything visible. This is why it is said, awake, O sleeper, rise up from the dead, and Christ will give you light. I have a feeling your dad's Bible has something marked in the sidelines of that, does it? Yeah, all of the Ephesians is, there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot going on in here. Which tells me it's the living word. It's the living word. <laughs> <clears throat> so we have uh, we got a bunch of people that need to wake up today, GJ, and we need to lead them in the prayer. So um, 
Tell everybody why they need to wake up. Not just wake up as Christians, but wake up as those who know they need Jesus. What is that? What is that all about? Eternal salvation. How are you going to spend eternity? I mean, that's the number one thing that I'm focused on now is, is what, how does this impact my eternal life and those around me? And, and, it, and you can say, well, you know, the end, end days, end times, that can be debated. Of course it can. Uh, and as you just said, you want to debate. <laughs> go, to, go to social media on any topic. <laughs> something's being debated. Um, I say, let's quit debating that and let's just start, start living. And, and, and you can say, well, I don't agree that this is the end times. That's fine. I'm okay with that. <clears throat> However, your end day could be right now. I mean, this could be your last day. I mean, there's people waking up today that didn't think they were going to die today. You know, and I'm talking about people that were healthy, they weren't, you know, they weren't on their deathbed. So to me, are you ready? And as the video starts out with these shows, are you ready? Uh, that's a theme. Are you ready? Are you ready for salvation? <clears throat> so number one is how are you going to spend eternity? And whether whether you, you know, <laughs> you live another 10 years, another 20 years or whatever it may be. <coughs> um that's a question that I ask each and every person. That's number one. Number two is uh, it doesn't matter what you've done or what where you stand. Um, God is a forgiving God, and you have the you have the opportunity to ask for forgiveness, ask for Jesus to come into your heart, <clears throat> ask for, for a new heart. <clears throat> and what I've learned is the more I have given in to Him. You know, the boss of me, <laughs> the more clarity that I have and the more discernment that I have. And you were talking about discernment on, you know, really on different topics and knowing when to pay attention and when to turn away. Uh, you know, YouTube's a good example where they'll give you, you know, you can go and search for a certain topic. And it'll give you different options. Some are relative to what you're looking for. And some are very irrelevant. <clears throat> and then sometimes I'll see something. I'm like, I just have a, a a negative impact from that without even watching it. So, I mean, I just turn away. So when you're in the word and you're, you have a new heart, things start to pay attention that maybe not. So may maybe not pay attention on a daily basis for you right now. So God can make you anew. And and just acknowledging that there's only one Lord and Savior. You know, we're talking about, you know, in the old days and how they're looking at different idols and gods and liturgies. There's only one God and there's only one way to him. And that's through Jesus Christ. <clears throat> and accepting that and uh, and then turning away from your, your ways now. I mean, God can forgive you. God can make you new. You're still in the environment. You still have to walk through that fire, <clears throat> but God can do that. And, and there's Bible-believing churches that are wherever you're at that can walk you through <clears throat> and help you through, the, through that process, uh, regardless where you're at in the world. And uh, and there's, there's, there's churches online if you don't have one right there wherever you're at, because we know people are tuning in all over the world <clears throat> watching the show, which is amazing, which means that people are hungry for for God, God's word, 
God's desires for you and God's God's uh, uh, purpose for you. Absolutely. Um, I'm thinking about today praying about two kinds of people, GJ. So first of all, you know, there are believers out there right now that at this very moment you need to be praying. Whether you're watching it right now at 1131 Pacific Daylight Time in the United States, or if you're watching it on Thursday somewhere in India or Philippines or some other part of the world, um, you're, you need to be praying right now because there are people in your life, there are family members, there are friends, and my granddaughter just got home, so the dogs are barking. Um, there are people over the world that need to make this decision right now. So we need you praying right now. There are two different kinds of people I'm talking about. Number one, I'm talking to the believer. Are you ready to meet Jesus? Now, what I'm saying is, is that you're probably not in a place where you're not going to see him and not be raptured. But I know in my heart, I have to be humbled on a daily basis. And yesterday was another one of those things where I had to humble myself. Because you know what? Sometimes we have selfishness, arrogance that, that creeps into our own, our own life. And we just have to say, am, you know what? Am I ready to meet Jesus? Am I actually living the way he would desire me to live? Am I living according to his word? Because God's law never changes. We read that at the very beginning in Psalm 93, verses 1 to 5. He is holy forever and ever. So are you ready to meet him? And then the second person I'm talking to is, are you ready to meet him right now? And make the decision to accept Jesus as your Savior. Like right now, are you ready to meet him? Um, because we're going to offer a prayer and we're going to ask you to pray this prayer with us. And then you will be, not only are you being invited into the kingdom of God, you are being welcomed if you just accept his forgiveness. And we're going to pray that prayer right now. So if that's you, I want you to pray with us. Dearly Father, we, we believe right now that there are hundreds, if not thousands of people throughout this week that will hear this message that GJ and I have to give, that message is from you. And Lord, we believe that you are not going to allow your word to come back empty. So we know that today is the moment that they can make this decision. So if you're out there, pray this with me. Dear Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. And Father, I believe you sent your one and only Son into this world, not to condemn the world, but that the world through him would be saved. So I believe in Jesus. Number two, I know that I have broken God's law and I need to have reconciliation with you. And the only way that can happen is through Jesus Christ and his sacrifice on the cross 2,000 years ago. And because he didn't stay in the grave, but he rose again, I know that I will live with you forever. So come and live in my heart. Forgive me of all the wrongdoings, everything I've done that has been displeasing in your sight. Make me a new person that I would this, from this day forward live according to your word and according to the scriptures. And give me the strength, Lord, to be bold, to share the message of hope with other people, knowing that one day Jesus will return and it is closer today than it ever has been. Thank you, Lord, for it. And we know that angels in heaven are rejoicing because of those who have prayed this prayer and accepted you as their, as their master, as the, as the one that they need to look to as their source. In the name of Jesus, we ask it. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Wow. It's good to be back. Can't believe it's been two weeks. It's been way too long. We can't let that happen again, but we'll do our best. <laughs> Amen. Well, hey. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs> we'll be back next week, next Monday. Look for us and uh, keep an eye out for some announcements coming soon. God bless you guys. We love you. Come on. Do it one more time because you need your... There it is. Even with even with a sore voice, he's still doing the woo. 
bless you guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to End Times Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. Tune in next time for more. And don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, proclaim, pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.